Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd fuck off. <laughs> Way better than Richie's intro. I hate this guy. I want him to die. Hey, you guys, we got some uh, we got some new stuff in the background. Look at me. I found some nails. It's crazy. You got off your lazy fucking ass and did something <laughs> for once. Thanks, Richard. You're welcome. Uh, I got some nails up, and I even found a new box for Yoshi. Hell yeah. L- uh, Liliana the Veil's there. And some. We J's. should make it a thing to like change this up every now and again. Change the boxes up. Uh, just the background in general. Yeah, I like that. Keep it freaky, freaky fresh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's not Happy Monday, but it's Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Um, welcome back, guys. And for those of you that are uh, that are watching uh, in future on the YouTube, um, hello and welcome. We had a an event this past Monday. Dance for him, Richie. Mm, mm. Uh, Richie was in Pittsburgh, Adelphia? Uh, Philadelphia. Nice. Pittsburgh, Adelphia. And he was playing in the team event. And he actually won the entire thing as team one. So congratulations, Richie. Good job. (laughs) Just spoiler, they didn't get there. But um, they had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I asked. And he had a good time. Our so. record will probably be about the same as yours. We'll be next weekend. Oh, God. I'm going to get fucking Dunkaroo'd on. But I like getting Dunkaroo'd on. Yeah? Yeah, I just, I enjoy playing. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm going to go, uh, going to go out to Indy next weekend. Uh, stay with the fam. Nice. And I thought after. you were staying with, like, uh, Terrence and Josiah. and No, well, Josiah and my brother are going to be there. And the wife is coming also. She's actually not going to go to the event, of course, because she doesn't magical in any shape or form. Is she going to get on the pedal pub again? No, I don't think she's going to run a pedal pub by herself. But uh, what about her sister? Yeah, her sister's going to be there. They're probably going to do pedal they pub. Do, no, they do like really absurd female shit. They go downtown and uh, they get um, like candles, and um, they go and and drink wine. And, yeah, they're just like, you know, they're like 70-year-old women mm-hmm. trapped in 30-year-old bodies. Nice. Yeah, so. Maybe just shot Josiah should hang out with them instead of playing Magic. <laughs> I think he'd have a good time. He would. He would. Love you if you're here, Josiah. Yeah. Well, uh, so this week we will be um, going over, what, the SCG results. And uh, we're going to give you guys a little <clears throat> recap about the cards that we talked about last week, which were the Throne of Eldraine. Yeah. Which is also, in fact, our giveaway for the month. Ooh. Yeah. So we're giving away a box. Look at it. <laughs> so we're giving away a box of Throne of Eldraine. Everyone on uh, SoundCloud, just imagine looking at our overlay. Yeah. Imagine it, our overlay and seeing a box of Throne of Eldraine because it's gorgeous. I can't get over these pictures. They're great. Yeah. So... Um, that's our thumbnail. And so the way that you win, if you're listening on SoundCloud or future YouTubers, uh, you could go follow back in the description below, uh, and go to our, um, mom's basement streams on Twitch. That's number one. And you could follow us. Number two, you could subscribe to us using Amazon prime, which is free to you, or you can just pay the subscription fee, which whatever that is. Um, and you'll get a second one. And <laughs> Richie's on four, but no, we're on three. And if you uh, <laughs> if you go to our Patreon, Mom's Basement Games Patreon, and you want to help support us, 
uh, you get a third entry into that uh, free box that we're going to be giving away, which we we give away a box about every month here. So yeah, it's something. It's not always a box. Yeah, it's last something. time it was Commander decks. Yeah, first we, time it was Goyfs. Yeah, we gave away four Commander decks last. Uh, Next month it's going to be Yoshi. Oh man, I hope not. Have we, have we done this for the stream? No, actually yeah. we haven't. So Yoshi makes a noise. So, it's great. Um, that's actually a, that's an okay story. I mean, I went with my daughter to build a bear, and of course, you know, I had to be. They said you're already one. Why do you need to build one? Yeah, they're like, come on, guy, you're you're a bear. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of guys out here in this mall that would want to you know mm-hmm. stuff you full of. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I was uh, I was at the build a bear, and I was like, man, I'm gonna be a cool dad and get a Yoshi. And then you could also insert a uh, voice recording. And so, yeah. And so I inserted my, my Yoshi noise, which was, Yoshi! And I thought it was really good. So forever, you know, maybe, maybe my daughter will have that when I die. Mm-hmm. In the next few years of diabetes or something like that. So Listen, you're not Brandon. <laughs> she'll have that forever. <laughs> And uh, she can also go back on YouTube and watch this video. Yeah. Which, uh, you know what her favorite segment's probably going to be? What? Me fun talking. Facts. Oh, oh she, I bet you she's going to love the fun facts in the future. Oh, yeah. She'd be like, man, my dad was, uh, he was so cool with all his his really awesome fun facts. All right, hit him, Except Richie. she's going to be talking about me, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the more handsome of the two? Uh, No. But I'm the one with the fun facts. You are. All right. About so slivers. So this week and other random cards. Yeah. From all of our future site. All of our facts this week are keywords. So hit them, Richie. What are the keywords? Uh, so absorb one, which is if a source would deal damage to a sliver, prevent one of that damage. Frenzy one, which is whenever a sliver attacks and isn't blocked. It gets plus one plus zero until end of turn. Which, if I'm not mistaken, you played this on stream. I did play this card on stream. This card's pretty lit. This card. I mean, it's it's pseudo plus one. It's a sliver. It's a silver that costs two. Um, and it's like, it's probably I think it's one of the only slivers that's like a plus one, but not plus one plus one to the team. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's really weird. Gravestorm, <clears throat> which is when you cast this spell, copy it for each permanent. Put into a graveyard this turn. You may choose new targets for the copies. Most uh, most commander players probably know this card from Absolutely. somewhere. I've been great. I've been bitter ordealed out of the game several times in my life. Probably by uh, uh, what's that guy? Shroom. Yeah, Sharoom will get you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because you just you just copy it. Yeah, there's whatever the goes into the graveyard. The and, copy artifact, and then you yeah. put the actual Shroom in and yeah. diddle yourself a little bit. Yeah, you diddle. And then, yep. And then like this guy? Them. This guy's gotten diddled before? Yeah, Flesh Ritherer. Man, I, I, I wish you guys that are uh, listening could actually see this picture. Uh, it looks really nutty. It's like two bodies, and it's crazy. Yeah, and the keyword on this one is transfigure, which is sacrifice this creature, search your library for a creature card with the same converted mana cost as this creature, and put it onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. You can only transfigure as a sorcery. So this is like transmute, except for creatures in play. Yeah, and it's really cool because it's a sack outlet, first of all, uh, and then it's also, hey, go get my combo piece. Well, it's not a, <clears throat> it's not a sack outlet itself. You sacrifice it. You can't just sacrifice anything. Oh, I thought it was 
pay three for this card like a tutor, sa also sacrifice a creature and then search a library. No, no, you, ah, you sacrifice, sacrifice this him. creature, yeah. Ah, I got sacrifice it. the flesh rider. Got Whether. it. Nice. So our keywords that were only used one time uh, were absorb, frenzy, gravestorm, and transfigure, which uh, which that's pretty cool. I I didn't actually know that. Uh, I felt I feel like there's more keywords that haven't been used more than once, but they've they've done a good job at going back and reusing a lot of those keywords. Yeah. All right. So this is our second favorite. Uh, portion of uh, our podcast, which is we have one. We, we, we have go one to sliver. mom'sbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com and we check and see uh, if we have any. You're of these lucky. In. I love this game so much. I'll let you get the shell in while I do <laughs> so, it. So lymph sliver, lymph sliver. We have a lot of frenzy. We slivers. have one in stock. We've got, uh, and that's the absorb one. Then we got the frenzy guy. We got three of them. Yeah, it looks like it. Nice. All right, bitter ordeal. There's right, no way we got any of these in stock. Ordeal. Or, 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 or deal. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Oh. What do we what do we got? Come on, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> this thing. Zero. Alright, and then what's the flesh. last one? Flesh. Witherer? Is it Witherer? No clue. <laughs> there he is. Rith holy god. How? Flesh Ritherer. Rither. <laughs> How don't we have any of those? I can't even get my mouth to form that. W-R-I-T-H-E-R. I'll help you form that with your mouth later. Oh, okay, thank you. After the podcast? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so go to momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com if you uh, want to get yourself some din 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 silvers. <laughs> silvers. I got my silver deck ready to go. And yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. down to Kentucky to play in an SCG. All right. <laughs> now that uh, Josh is done, you know. Making sure we have no Kentucky or Silver Player viewers anymore. <laughs> How about we hop into uh, what decks people will play that listen to us? My brother loves slivers. <laughs> I got to make fun of him, too. Look, it's fine. All right, standard. We all make fun of your brother. Yeah, we do. All right. So, uh, fuck standard right now. Let me just get that out of the way. Yeah, that's what you were telling me earlier today. So we talked about, we kind of, Richie and I, we always try to get our little recap in of uh, the previous weekend. And, of course, uh, pittsburgh Adelphia, where uh, where the team went this weekend. And they played uh, a standard deck, which was, what was it, Richie? Was uh, we played deck? the Bank Golos deck, which is actually the deck that ended up winning the tournament. Wow. Well, so. at least you were on to something. Yeah, our list was a little different. Like, we didn't have any Okos. Uh, yeah, that, that thing is insane but... to get right now, right? Well, it wasn't so much that we couldn't get it. Uh, just we did. We thought the deck was better without it, or okay. you know, we weren't a hundred percent sure on that card. Gotcha. Uh, we went pretty close to what Brad Nelson played of this deck, and we just kind of played his list. So okay, so Jonathan Rossum, uh, he he took first place in the open with yeah. uh, Bant Golos. Yeah, and this deck is, I I presume by. Next being our announcement, something from this deck will be banned. Because if you, even just like, I understand it's week one, but let's see. Yeah, yeah, like, I see, I see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top eight decks were Golos decks. And then, of course, if you scroll down a little bit further, you're still, you're still seeing yeah. some Golos. Action. And notably, the only person to not top eight with Golos is Matt Nass. Okay. So. The, the wizard himself. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Top aided with a uh, pretty cool band, which 
Uh, pretty cool Simic midrange deck, which a lot of people were actually talking about. This card right here, Questing Beast, which we we did not have on our list, but we talked about. I lost that thing uh, online two weeks ago. So if you want to recap that, that was the Elves player that I was telling you about that hoofed me through an Eidolon. Hot. The That's hottest. Hot. And I, he turned, I think he turned three, poked me with Questing Beast, and then he got in for uh, Exaxi's, uh turn four. Do you think Questing Beast is real in Legacy? Uh, absolutely, yeah. A lot of the Elves player players are playing it. It just it's really good because um, it it kind of helps. I think a little bit. It gives them a little more reach uh, with um, the Ren and Six decks. Yeah. Uh, because the Questing Beast is uh, Haste, Vigilance, Death Touch, four no. four. Vigilance, Death Touch, Haste. Yeah, I just said it different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and and then it's got about. 200 more words on it? Yeah, it's got about 13 more uh, keyword abilities there, but it just it can't be blocked by your two or less, which is... Which is actually the reasoning why this card is, like, what everyone's saying is, like, the only counter to Golos is to play a Questing Beast deck. Oh, okay. Because you can block uh, the zombies from Field of the Dead. Oh, nice. Yeah, so is that is that the card that you think is going to be banned? Is that just the field of the day? I think if they ban something, it will be field. Okay. Uh, we There's a chance we see the meta adjust, but it's pretty... Seeing a result like this, especially because, like, people don't have a lot of time to prepare for these tournaments. Yeah. So to see this much domination in the main event... In week one. And in week one, and then you hop over to the classic, and you see pretty close to the same thing, you know? Not as much Golos, but... You got to think most of them were probably well, those still in the main event. Well, those motherfuckers were dunking on people yeah. in the main event, so uh, they didn't have time to uh, lose in the main event and go over to the classic. The classic, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that is kind of that's something I, I that I haven't thought. The about. mirrors are also the most abysmal thing to watch I've ever seen. Yeah, is it like game ones? Uh, yeah, like literally, Gavin finished maybe two rounds mm-hmm. uh, on time when he was in the mirror, and every game one like. M- all the other game ones ended in, like, 10 minutes on the clock. Got it. Yeah. Well, hey, at least we know where uh, where Standard's at. So if you guys are, are looking to play Standard, uh, you absolutely will know, hey, I need to be on Golos or I need to be on Golos-esque deck. Or if I don't want to play that, um, then what was the other? Uh, uh, questing Simic, Beast. Questing Beast dot deck. Yeah, not necessarily just Simic because, like, uh, Aaron Barrich won the classic with a really cool Selesnia Adventures deck. Okay. And there was a Golgari Adventures deck that also took third place. Mm-hmm. So you really want to be on some form of aggressive questing beast deck or you want to be on Golos. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's pretty much it for standard. Not a, not much to talk about. A couple other decks in the top eight. You know, Cynic Flash ended up top eighting, but... I didn't really hear much else about this deck from this weekend. Uh, from what I heard, it was pretty poor positioned against Golos. Yeah. Uh, the Jeskai Fires deck is a really interesting deck uh, in the fact that like it really get it gets the double spell every turn because of Fires of Invention, which is a four mana enchantment for a red and three colorless that you can ca- only cast spells during your turn and you can only cast two spells. But you can cast them for free equal to your number of lands you control. Nice. Uh, and then this deck doesn't really play a sideboard because it plays Fae of Wishes, which is the tutor we talked about we had on our list. Yep. 
Uh, and then, yeah, just some more Adventures decks on top of that and Golos, actually. So, uh, shout out to Jameson Purdue, by the way. He's a, he's a Michigan player. I was actually talking to him on and off throughout the tournament. He ended up top 16 in the Classic. Nice. So. Congrats, brother. Yeah, so that's where Standard is right now. Uh, Golos or Questing Beast, that's about, that's about as far as your choices go, in my opinion. Okay. Moving on to Modern, uh... We're going to combine our, our main topic and our uh, results are kind of com- combined because of the fact that, you know, we want to talk about Eldraine and how it's impacted all the formats. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're actually going to start by talking about this Amulet Titan list by Matt Dilks, who is notably, like, when you think of Amulet players, he's he's one of the guys. Like, if people are like, oh, you know, who should I listen to for Amulet? You know, you get, like, Matt Dilks is probably the first name to come out, honestly. Okay. Uh, and his new iteration is actually playing no backup win condition. You only really have the Titan, other than you do have Field of the Dead in your main deck yep. to make zombies. I've uh, lost to that card. And then he actually has a couple cards from the new set. So he has two Castle Garen Briggs, which a lot of people talked about as being a essentially a ancient tomb almost for green cre- or for creatures. So, works really well with Primeval Titan. Turns your 5 mana into 6 mana. Uh, which also made him have to play a couple of breeding pools for some more forests in the deck. Hmm. Uh, and then he's also playing 4 copies of Once Upon a Time. Nice. Along with the Ancient Stirrings. Oof. So, instead of playing a backup win condition, he's just trying to go all in on finding Titan as much and as consistently as possible. I like that. I mean, finding Titan is just so strong. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's what this deck really wants to do is, you know, it just wants to prime time people. Yep. And so, then what was the backup win condition before? Was that just like the pack? The uh, It varied. Uh, so some people hive would mind. play the hive mind. Uh, Karn was the most recent one that a lot of people were playing. Oh, yeah. They just Karn. They just Karn Michael Yeah. Okay. Some lists played a couple extra creatures like a Hornet Queen and a Walking Blista in the main. Yeah. So, you know, it, it varied. Uh, lists were very lists. This deck is very, and it's something funny I was talking about with Steve this weekend, because as you know, Steve is uh, a big fan of foils for this deck. Yeah. And he was like, watch, I'm going to finally get this deck all foiled, and all of a sudden a new list is going to come out, and sure enough, he was right, Matt Dilk's uh, taking it down with the Once Upon a Time version, which is actually the version we've seen a lot of in the top eight as well. So what did, uh, how did, since Steve played this this weekend, correct? Uh, he did not play the Once Upon a Time version. Well, sure, but I mean, he played Amulet Titan. He, yeah. Um, so, how did what did he say? Did he say, well, this is a significantly better list, or he needs to test it, or what did he think? He just wants to test it. Like okay. it, he he's very much a person that wants to like put evidence down before like stating opinions. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just wanna if if there's cards that uh, that are new. I'm not going to just be like, well, I'm just going to play this. De- I'm just going to play this list. I want to test it and see like, okay, is there some, does this feel right? Exactly. Yeah. So on top of that, second place is the next deck that we were going to talk about, which is Paradoxical Urza, which this deck is really interesting because it was the deck that everybody kind of said was the best quote unquote deck before it even came out. Well, right? Kind of. Uh, originally, it was Wurza. Everybody thought Wurza was the best deck. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's basically the same deck, correct? I mean... I mean, no, they actually play very differently. Okay. Like, one is a toolboxy, almost prison deck, to where this is... 
this is a pure combo deck. Like this plays almost like like a vintage deck. Yeah, and this is what we talked about last week with Emery, uh, Lurker of the Lock, with um, you just saying that this card is super busted, and um, it, it. I mean, we'll see what happens with this list. Um, again, like you talked about, there may be a piece that needs to go from this. Um, does my it prediction need to go soon. I don't know. My prediction is this deck will within six months to a year we will see a mox opal ban well that's what and everybody's saying it will probably not be enough and we will eventually see urza get banned yeah. i think urza and hogak were so modern horizons and i've talked to people about this a lot it was a very good set it was designed very well a lot of the cards were the perfect power level but a couple things snuck by and i think the main things were hogak and urza yeah, I think Urza's really, um, it's just really tough. Do you want to go ahead and read Urza for our audience? <laughs> Do you want me to? Yeah, yeah I'd love to. I, there might be some people who don't yeah, know Yeah, so is. Urza Lord High Artificer, if you guys don't know what this is, um, well, you need to come out from under your rock because this card's nutty. <laughs> um, when it enters the battlefield, you create a zero zero colorless construct artifact uh, creature token and uh, that says this creature gets plus one for each artifact you control. Uh, so a lot of times you're just going to be... I'll read the second part in just a second. Uh, but a lot of times you're just going to be throwing out Mox Opals, Mox Ambers, uh, casting at Arkham's Astrolabe uh, right off the rip. So uh, when he does come down... For even zero if you're, to plus one mana off those two. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're buffing up the creature that it puts into play. Um, while also um, moving forward with your game plan, while also adding mana to your mana pool with these things. So um, the just the, the sheer, um, I don't know, the synergy of it um, is really, really out of control. Um, so then the next portion is uh, tap an untapped artifact you control, uh, add a blue mana to your mana pool. Um, that's pretty nutty. Uh, then you can pay five, shuffle your library, exile the top card, and until the end of turn, you may play that card without paying its mana cost. So this card on its own um, basically just turns a corner. Um, and it, I think the issue is is that they made it for CMC, right? I, I mean, I, I think if you make this five or six, I, I, think I, you're think, still, I think you're out of the woods at that point. I think at five it's still too good. Yeah, maybe at five it's still too good, but it, it still gives those, those really fast stacks an extra time. I just think – so I'll, I talked to a lot of people about this this weekend – if Urza gave the artifacts the ability to tap for blue instead of himself tapping the artifact for blue, so that way Stony Silence could stop the stop the engine. Yeah, the interaction. That this card would probably be fine. Yeah. But the fact that it on its own lets these decks play around or like beat a because it gives them a big body and it lets them still use their artifacts through Stony Silence, I think, is what really pushed this card over the edge. Yeah, and so the thing is, is when you look at this card, like, fundamentally, just take a look at it, um, and you try to prepare a sideboard for this card. Uh, this is what I, I spent some time doing last night, um, looking at, okay, say, how do I beat this card? How do I beat this deck? Um, do I have the ability to race it? Well, sometimes you don't even have the ability to race it if you're on the, uh, if you're on the draw. Right, so the you, thing I've seen take... a lot of lists going to to be able to deal with Urza even is like dismember, because it's one of the only instant speed removal spells that kill kills Urza. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, 
there's other things too. You know, you can you can try your best to flat seize this out of their hand. Um, I mean, if they draw it, like you're fucked. Yeah, and so they have a lot of you know they have cantrips. Um, so that that card could be hiding in there. Um, but it, this is when people say, "Well, I think the stock's going to get abandoned." We've been talking about this since the first podcast um, that we did uh, months ago, and um, which were on episode nineteen. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, we we've just been saying like this is going to be the best deck, if not in the top five, and it's shown that it is the best deck. And now they're printing. Um, more cards to take the stack over the edge and people are brewing and they're playing paradoxical outcome now they're like fuck the first combo that we had which was amazing let's just combo harder on people which is insane so um this deck i also believe that this deck will see a ban and i don't know if it'll be any of the moxes i think i think urza just gets i think the X. i think they've been waiting for a reason to ban opal I think it's gonna kind of be like the, like the faithless looting thing where like. They have a problem card, but they're also gonna use this as an excuse to get rid of a card that they probably should have banned a long time ago. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, let's ban, uh, Mox Opal, and then the deck's still insane, and they're like, well, sorry guys, just like how Hogak went. Yeah, down. they banned Bridge, and then they yeah. banned, you know, Hogak and looting. Yeah, I can see that happening again. Yeah. Uh Interesting fact, do you know who came up with this deck? Um, I would say Matt Nass. Nope. Close, though. Uh, LSV? Yep. Hey. LSV came up with this deck. Maybe I heard somebody say that. Because he wanted to, uh, he wanted to play, uh, he wanted to play Vintage and Modern. God. That and, man. Uh, that man. On top of Emery, she's not the only new card in this deck, as they've been going to Oko in the sideboard also. As just a you know good way to get to beat burn, as you mentioned earlier, you said you had a hell of a time against this card. Uh, just like it's an answer to Eidolon, it's a way to gain life. It also just like answers troublesome permanence. So when you create a food token, you are you gaining the life at that time? No, you, gotta you just got to crack mana. it, right? Yeah, yeah. But this deck has like a lot of incidental mana. Mm-hmm. On top of that, this deck also the original versions of this deck were green white or were green white were blue white. They've recently gone to Sultai, and like I said, added the Oko, but also started playing like Collective Brutalities. So, yeah, this, I mean, uh, this seems like a really miserable matchup for Burn. Even oh, if, yeah. Even if like let's say they sideboard in Okos, right? And I bring in uh, the card that we talked about today, which was Leyline of Punishment. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, here, deal with this card. Um, I still don't know if I can fight through their combo. Yeah. You know, I need. Then I need what? When they make um, a million dudes? Well, this deck... Uh, well, yeah, I guess it does make dudes. Yeah, when they make a bunch of dudes, then maybe I Rakdos charm them, but I'm probably dead, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I, I just... I don't know, you know... And then what? You play a board wipe, and then they're just going to start it all over again with Paradoxical Outcome? Yeah. So it's like almost like you need to be able to stop the Paradoxical Outcome. You need to be playing... Um, I think blue white will probably see like more of a more of an uptick maybe. But you have such you're having an abysmal time against their grind plan. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, you're just gonna have to. I I just don't know what deck beats this deck to be honest. I think like the mono red prowess that the deck that you just five owed with a couple weeks ago maybe that deck. Yeah, I uh, I three I was three two against this. I to to put on the map like this is a brand new deck. 
Yeah. Like this deck, like there were versions of it that seemed play, but like this exact deck with like the Emery's and everything mm-hmm. has not literally just became legal. And I faced five people on it in an open. Yeah. So that says a lot about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I, I three two against it because if they ever just chain engineered explosives, like, yeah. good luck beating that with most aggro decks. Yeah, you just get two for one. Like, yeah, you can try to burn them out, but they're killing all of your dudes. Yeah, absolutely. I just saw that there was Wishclaw Talisman, and that's another one. Yeah. That's the one that you that you had as an honorable mention. Yeah, th- this week? was a cute addition in his list that not many that I think he was the only one that played because you can uh, activate it, hold priority, and paradoxical outcome so that they don't get the talisman. I think this is probably too cute, and I'd rather see like another ever flowing chalice or yeah, just the fourth rain. witching well. This card is actually insane in this deck. Oh, nice. Uh, this is a card from Eldraine we didn't actually talk about. Okay. Uh, so it's a one... I, I would have never thought that this card would be that good, honestly. Okay. Uh, it's a one blue artifact that when it enters the battlefield, you scry two. And then for four mana, sack it, you can draw two cards. Okay. So it's almost like a... Uh, eh, it's a reverse, but better. What's that one where you um, you cycle it for one blue? The one that doesn't get played well, in white anymore? Sort of. Like it, it it's kind of like that, but it's kind of it's like a better serum visions for this deck. Okay. Because when this deck's going, it just needs more cards. It really doesn't have a problem with mana. It's hieroglyphic illumination that I'm thinking. Yeah, of. it's yeah. hieroglyphic. You're thinking. Of. So it's kind of, it's almost like the reverse card of that, just better, because uh, you actually get to scry. Yeah, it it's it's a lot more like serum visions, I think. Yeah, sure. Because it's used to set up early, but like it does have that like. Well, I'm just seeing like the four here, yeah, uh, to crack it to draw two cards, and then you got the one blue, you know. Yeah. So that was kind of like where my yeah, mind yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, notably, they chose next to fate as their win con instead of the. Uh, we've been seeing some of us play grinding station. Oh uh, yeah. Next is just a good alternate win con in my opinion. Because like, grinding station just mills you out, right? Yeah. But, like, with this, you you just take an extra turn and kill them. Yep. It gets around, like, annoying artifact hate, so. Yeah, absolutely. I like the Nexus. Yeah, this deck this deck's very, really powerful, and I think we're going to see a lot of it going forward as you see, like, three copies of it in second, third, and fourth for the modern seat. Yep. And then uh, fifth is actually the... Uh, funny enough, a lot of the top eight had a lot of the lists I wanted to talk about with Throne of Eldraine cards. Yeah. So uh, I actually made it into a list finally. Gin- Ginger brute. Get out. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's me. Look, look at these muscles. Touch them, Richie. They're... Yeah, I mean your arms are that flimsy, you're right? It's, uh, if I hold out too long, the flab's gonna go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so fifth place was Affinity by Ryan Gasway, who I actually know he's a really good guy in the SCG circuit. So shout out to you, Ryan. Congrats again on the top eight. Uh, and he's he's known as the affici- Affinity Aficionado. Okay. Uh, he plays Affinity in Modern. He plays the Steel Stompy, which is basically Affinity in Legacy. Oh, boy. Uh, he hates himself. He l- just loves himself some Arcbound Ravagers. Oh, yeah. He actually loves Vault Scourge the most. Really? Yeah. He uh, So, a fun story about him he was telling me about this weekend. Uh, where he's from, they do, like, they do uh, monthly charity leg- legacy events. Mm-hmm. And the top eight prize is a custom playmat. Okay. 
uh, that the person who won the year before the like last charity event they did, yeah. the first place person gets to design the playmat for the next tournament. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and Ryan's actually the person that does the artwork. He's a really talented artist. Wow, and really good at magic. Yeah, and he actually won the last uh, Legacy Charity event mm-hmm. and decided that he's going to do a Volt Scourge playmat because he thinks it's funny that a bunch of Legacy players are going to have to walk home with a Volt Scourge playmat. Yep. That's awesome. So uh, enough about like talking about Ryan. He's a, Like I said, he's a great guy, but let's talk about his list, which is what a lot of people want to hear about. So it's pretty traditional affinity, you know, four Ravagers, two Etch Champions, your two Memnites, your four Ornithopters, your four Overseers, your four Vault Scourges, uh, your 16 Lands, and four Dark Steels. He has a Planes as his basic, which we'll get to here in a second. Four bl- Blink Moth, four Ink Moth, and three Spires. Four Cranial Plating, four Springleaf Drum, three Welding Jars, which is high for a Welding Jar count. I, but I can't beat that fucking card. I, I understand it. It's really good in the meta right now. It's so goddamn good. Uh, two Galvanic Blast, which is normally a four of, but we'll get to the other card he's splashing a color for, and then four Mox Opal. So now the new cards in the deck are three Ginger Brute, which he took the place, which took the place of the Signal Pests in the deck. Uh, I was and thinking Overseers. He has they're, four they're Overseers. Yep. Okay. Got it. Uh, so I talked to him about it because I was like, "Well, isn't Signal Pest, you know, one of the better cards? Because you know, it Anthem's your board. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot of damage." And he said. Yes, it's really good, but the fact that this card's pseudo unblock is it's he, he literally said it's just unblockable in yeah. modern. Because all the decks with haste creatures can't afford to take the time off and keep their creature back to block this. Like, you're not gonna keep a goblin guide back against Affinity, are you? You can't, you know. Can't time. keep a Swift Spear back against them, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe like uh Bloodbright Elf is like the only creature that might, you know, stay back. Yeah. So this card's pseudo unblockable. It basically, and it's also just like a good, Burn is a pretty close matchup, Yeah. but this card gains you a little bit of extra life, which is good. And then the other card, which is the new card from Throne of Eldraine, is All That Glitters. It's a white and a colorless for an enchantment aura. You enchant a creature, and then it gets plus one, plus one for each artifact or enchantment you control. So essentially this is cranial platings five through eight. You only get to equip it once, but... If you ever equip a Volt Scourge with it and attack a burn opponent, they're going to die. They're going to die. Because notably, this, unlike Cranial Plating, buffs toughness also. So, if you ever put this on the Volt Scourge, you're never going to kill it. GG. Yeah. Uh, Sideboard, nothing really new uh, other than a one of Deafening Silence, which is just, you know, another one of those you can only cast one spell turn effects. So I love that it's one CMC. Yeah, that's... I think we're going to see a growth in that card. I I, I really think it's going to see a a, uh, a growth in sideboards throughout I think throughout the years, you know. Maybe it's it's awkward because like Ether Sworn Canonist is non artifact. Uh non creature is pretty specific, so you have to not have a lot of spells in your deck. Um I actually like I'm really curious, and I I, I want to talk to him about why he chose this other like an Ether Sworn Canonist. Maybe it's just because it doesn't die to like the traditional artifact hate. Yeah. Cool. But uh, That's yeah, that cool list, list is that list is really cool. I think uh, I think Steve will be excited because he's been so down about how bad Affinity's been as of late, and now he's got a list that he can go by. Yeah. 
You just got to get him off his old list, you know? Oh, yeah. I know he hates changing things. Well, so. he was playing Stoneforge Mystic the uh, was he? like two weeks ago. Yeah, he was just playing the Stoneforge package, and uh, he he didn't really he, – he felt it was really bad. Mm-hmm. So now he gets to play a better card in that uh, – All that glitters. Yeah, all the glitters, yeah. It's gold. It's gold, baby. So uh, we'll move on to the modern classic next where we see Amulet Titan taking it down again. Also, uh, this one not with Once Upon a Time. Maybe, you know, maybe he just didn't pick up the cards or maybe he thinks it's better not to, but... uh, Yeah, he was on the Karn package. Yeah. Might just have been an older list. Yeah, some... Like, a lot of times, too, you got to remember that um, you're going to play sometimes things that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. It's not always about, like... Oh man, I gotta hurry up and get get these cards because they just came out. I know they're gonna be great. Sometimes you just kind of like eh, I don't feel good about it yet, and you know I'm I'm on my list, and I'm gonna smush people with my list. So. Exactly. Then we got Odrazi Tron in second. Uh, Cheerios taking third place. You know uh, this is always one of those decks that just you know will come out of nowhere sometimes and just you know sneak sneak a tournament. Uh, same thing with um. What's the other deck? Adnaz. Mm-hmm. Adnaz will get you too sometimes. Your favorite burn is uh, in fourth place. Pretty, pretty stock burn list in my opinion. Yeah, it's super stock. You got the this, even the sideboard's super stock. Looks yeah, good. Typical burn seventy five. Tron in fifth. Infect in sixth. Uh, mono red prowess in seventh, and then Selesnya Aldrazi in eighth. So, what's the uh, mono red prowess deck looking like? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this list. I don't oh. really like the Kiln Fiends. I can't, the... I can't beat Bedlam Reveler, by the way. Yeah, that card's great. That card's nutty, buddies. Are you playing some of those? Yeah. Or just one? I have two. You have two also? Yeah. This is ridiculous. There's no reason to play 22 lands in this deck. <laughs> no, there's not. Maybe. Oh. Was that a miss? Was that a miss, Brent? No. He just likes some lands? I guess. 18 I mountains yeah. and four fiery islets. Yeah, I don't, I don't under... I flood out at 18 lands in this deck. So. I, I like the one of Team or Battle Rage. That's pretty cool. It's cute. Uh, eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not huge on this guy's list. I think Crash Through is one of the better cards in the deck, so yeah. only playing two doesn't make sense. The, the like random Merchant of the Veil, like, I don't know. It's just like his, his deck list is all over the place. His sideboard's like weird. Like Magmatic Sinkhole seems odd to me. Yeah. Skull Cracks are pretty weird for this deck. Uh Smashes over a braids are an interesting choice. So, okay, I like the Shrine of Burning Rage in the side though. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that's pretty common in the deck. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the deck is very powerful, and I really, really enjoy it. Uh, check out my our video on our YouTube channel. Uh, I actually five would with the deck. So, if you want to see the list that I prefer and tend to lean towards with that deck, you can check it out there. Burr, 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 burr. But now we're gonna move on to some legacy. Uh, Ooh, baby. My uh, my deck of choice took down, was in the first place seat in the open uh, with an interesting choice and something I'm going to have to try. I don't really know about the Hooting Mandrills, <gasps> but they are going back to the Stifle version of the deck, which I kind of like. I really enjoyed the Stifle lists. Yeah, I, I talked to Josiah <laughs> about this, about him playing Stifle uh, versus not Stifle, mm-hmm. and he said that he... I believe he said he, he wasn't 100% sure which he liked more. Because, of course, who doesn't like stifling shit? Yeah. Um, 
What is the replacement for Stifle? I can't remember. You just play a bunch of like better cards. You just play, and then you of course you play more Hex Drinker. You play the two Hex Drinkers, right? Uh, I I don't play Hex Drinker. I play, I'm on the Arcanists. You either play Hex Drinker or Arcanist. Though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, instead gotcha. of Hootings, you play like an extra Renin Six, uh, and you play some True Names in the main. Got it. So you're just uh, your cards that are good at like pretty much all the points of the game. Hence why the deck's called uh, NBC for no bad cards. Mm-hmm. To where, like, Stifle can be awkward at some points, for yeah, example. Yeah, it can. Uh, it's probably the weakest card in the deck, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Naya Loam in the hands of Zan Syed took second place. Uh, this is the same the same list he played in Syracuse. Zan's, uh, Zan's always on something spicy, so yeah, pretty cool with him. Uh, then we see some more Teamer Delver, some Jeskai Mentor... Some Storm Alluren is uh, really cool that it to- it got top eight because this is a legacy deck not many people talk about or really really play anymore. So to see this deck come back is really cool. I I always like to learn. I think it's a really cool combo deck. Yeah, and I was asking Richie before the the podcast. I was like, man, I I need to learn how Alluren works because I just do my best to land a pillar effect and just go on and kill him. I mean, yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah, and that's... But and they just they just win by, like, bouncing these two back and forth and draining you out. Yeah. And then we have another Teamer Delver and a Dredge deck that top aided, so... David Long. Dredge is, always, Dredge is one of those decks I always feel can, like, sneak a legacy tournament and not many people would expect it. Yeah, uh, I think the... I think the grinders and uh, they know like yeah. dredge is there. Yeah. You know, we're gonna we are gonna hop over as I was mentioning. We're gonna bounce between things. Uh, the 18th place in the team event was also Teamer Delver, but it was playing an interesting tech as a one of Oko in the main, which is something I was talking to Josh before uh, we went live today, and something I really want to test. I like the idea of Oko and Legacy as pretty much every threat you're going to be able to steal with his ultimate or his quote-unquote ultimate yeah because it goes and, off after the first time you use it yeah and like being able to just like turn a merit lesion into a 3-3 is pretty good in my opinion mm-hmm. so oko and legacy something to keep your eye out for i think what you're really going to see um happen is uh you're probably going to get a tarmogoyf is my is my guess for the most part or yeah. You know, something that, because like I was telling you, the, the end of turn Merit Leash token is usually how you're going to go about it. Yeah, but um, sometimes they can't let you untap yeah. if you have like a wasteland. Yep. Uh, so we're going to be interested to see in that. And then for the classic, uh, Lands actually, like old, la- like Lands Lands. Casey Lancaster. Click on that guy. Let's see what that, how many... Oh baby, look, he's got a whole block. I actually like watched one of this guy's games. He uh I guess he's like the known lands guy. He looks so. like the master. You know, Field of the Dead is a new inter or new iteration into the deck. You uh, know it. They're splashing black now apparently for a I think it was abrupt yeah, abrupt decay in the sideboard. Uh, and then he was on the one of mana bond because he actually was saying that like it with Field of the Dead is pretty nutty. Mm-hmm. If you just like drop six lands into play and activate your field of the dead you get six zombies on turn one good god uh, and then just like a sylvan library and then your traditional land package yeah uh, this this deck's been at legacy forever you know yeah this deck's great i love this deck i played this deck for 
Uh, probably almost a year. Really? I was, yeah, I was so bad at it though. You know, it was just, it's such a, it's a very, uh, intricate deck and it's very hard to pilot because you're letting your lands do all the work, you know, and it's not traditional and your brain, your, your brain just has to wrap around it. Mm-hmm. And you also have to own a tabernacle. So. Yeah. And you got to own a tabernacle, which, you know, back then when I was, uh, when I was playing it, hose didn't want me, but now they're all on me. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I had a tabernacle and. They were like four hundred bucks. Okay, right? you could get them for pretty cheap. Not the like two Gs they are now, where they're like top yeah. in power level or yeah. Like I, I think Tabernacle is literally more than some power nine. Oh, it is. Like I mean, just your basic shitter Tabernacle is between sixteen and um, two thousand yeah. dollars. And I mean, when I was in Vegas, I was buying power for fifteen hundred bucks. So mm-hmm. yeah, you you couldn't you can't really buy a Tabernacle um, for for less than power. Less than a than a mox. It's crazy. Very crazy. Never thought you'd say that, huh? I mean, I, I understand it, but doesn't mean I like it. Yeah. So second place was Selesnya Depths. Third place is Turbo Depths. We got uh, Storm taking fourth place, which you know, cool to see this deck still kicking. Uh, Echo the Echo of Aeons in the sideboard. That's uh, great. Really like that card. Uh, Team Redelver in fifth, four color Delver in sixth, four color Control in seventh, and Team Redelver in eighth. And then something I want to talk about is actually this Turbo Depths list that got third place. It is also playing four copies of Once Upon a Time. Mm. So we're we're seeing this card in all the formats at this point. And that's what we talked about. Yep. You know, I had said last week. I said, "What do you think this is going to do for Legacy?" And uh, it's doing something. Yeah, it, it'll much... be interesting to see if this, like, sticks or if, you know, the guy was just trying it for fun. Yeah, I mean, it took third place. So, and of course, like, y- you can run this deck without that card in it. We just don't know the power level of it. Yeah, which is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is going to stick or if it yeah. was just, like, a week one fun of kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I'd like to hear somebody's take on it that uh, that did well with it. Yeah. Ooh, I saw a burn down there, too. Yeah, there was a there was actually a good amount of burn because of it uh winning the the uh took 15th place. Or not not winning, but it did uh it did well at the the uh took 4th at the Magic GP. Fest. There we yep. go. Yeah. Uh I don't pretty really... sure it's just like the exact same list. Yeah. Uh, no, he's running in snaring bridges, fairy macabs. He doesn't have the uh what call it on the sideboard, the skewer the critics. No, the one of he he said, "No, I'm not going to play the one of skewer the critics." And then there's Surgical, Fairy Macabre, and um, Tormod's Crypt splits with it still playing Ensnaring Bridge. So it's like these sideboards, I think, going forward are going to be all over the place. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see if I can actually um, maybe maybe post a list. How'd your to... new tech do, by the way? Uh, I have I didn't get to use it. Why not? I didn't get to play against any uh, any 2020s. That's dumb. I, I know. I wish. You know, um, I... Actually, I might, I may have got to play against 2020s, and I never drew it. I'd have to run the tape back. Yeah, we're, we'll save it for a story when you get to use it, though. We'll, uh, yeah, I want we'll, a deflecting palm, a 2020. It'll real be bad. great. Yeah, it'll be really good. But yeah, that uh, maybe at Eternal Weekend I get my list posted. Maybe. And then I'm I'm the man. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's about it for you know the results and how Throne of Eldraine's doing. So yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna continue. I'm excited to see how this set. Pushes formats moving forward. Yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna continue to uh, impact all formats. I think so too. I think 
it was a very powerful set. And yeah. I, I like to see that. I like to see that, you know, they're not scared to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, some of the sets previous to this have been kind of shitters, mm-hmm. you know, standard wise. Um, but and then now they're they're printing cards like um, like uh, it's Emery, right? Is yeah. that the blue one? Emery. Yeah. And, you know, that it can be a vintage card, can be a modern card. You know, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what she does to vintage. Yeah. It's very cool. So I know uh, we kind of did things out of order because, like I said, we grouped results with our you know main topic. So Absolutely. next we're going to hop over and talk about the upcoming events, which, uh, like we said at the beginning, you and I are going to be at Indy this weekend. Yeah, buddy. So uh, hopefully we'll see you guys there uh, battling some moderns. Hopefully not against one another, though. Otherwise, yeah. uh, we'll have to take you down. God, absolutely. And if, uh, if you want to play uh, Modern and Legacy this weekend, well, you're shit out of luck. Because it's a modern standard. Remember when you went to one of these expecting there to be a legacy classic and there wasn't? <laughs> yeah. You just wanted to dino some people? Yeah, I was really hoping to dino back then. but That, you know. that was uh, Cleveland, I think, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Because you brought the gym in then. I did. The other event, uh, which we're not going to talk too much about as per usual, because who cares about limited results? <laughs> well, listen... We have, I think we, I believe we have to at least pretend like we care now because we have a limited streamer on Mondays. Yeah, but I don't. She even cares about like what limited deck did good. You think so? I, I don't know. I don't know like what limited players care about. Well, shout out to Brenda. She's our new streamer. Uh, Brenda shout is out bored. Shout out to Utrecht. You can find her at uh, at Brenda is bored on um, Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. So give her a follow. Maybe Brenda will be in Utrecht. She might go to Utrecht. I don't know. Or maybe she's going to Bangkok or Phoenix. Or Montreal. Wait a minute. <laughs> a lot of limited coming up, you guys. So if you're if you're looking to go to a Magic Fest to play Magic, uh, bring your bring your decks because you're playing some side events. Or don't bring your decks and play limited in the main. Oof. Miserable. Or just go to SCGs. Yeah, absolutely. SCGs are going to be lit. Yeah. You know what else is lit? Financial outcome. Oh man! So finance this week. Let's let's get it started in yeah. here. Uh, Paradoxical outcome. That is the number one weekly winner. It's jumping, baby. Uh, well, this was actually what from I I want to say this this it guy that third. does this. He put out two. Um, I think he was just backed up, and he put two out. So of Do course. Do you think he's off the toilet if he was backed up? Uh, maybe. Not sure. Um, he could he could be off, but. Uh, paradoxical outcome is going to be up. Uh, it's at five bucks right now. Um, who knows if it, it should probably creep up a little bit more if this deck does well. Yeah, but it's uh, Kaladesh got Kaladesh open. got yeah because it had the inventions in it. Yeah, so. a metric fuck ton of these got open. Like and, this card was fifty cents before. So yeah, and a lot of a lot of promos. They had a lot of promos get uh, dumped out into the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that's you know um, you should pick those up. Yeah. They were fifty cents. Now they five dollars, and that's all because of Lewis Scott Vargai, the old Varg master. Uh, and if you go to um, still doing it, yeah, he's he's still he's still doing it. If you guys go to the mtgstocks.com uh, page that we use every week, uh, you can actually find the link to his video and where he uh, does he just talk about the deck yeah, or does he it. plays it? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so he's gonna give you a good run through. This was before Emery though. Ah, yeah, because I see Aether Flux Reservoir in there. Yeah. And that card's no longer nope. needed. 
Nope. You just kill motherfuckers instead. Yeah, you could play it instead of the Nexus if you wanted to. Yeah. It's just a win con. Yeah, flavor. Uh, also, we've still got some night action. The knights are they're up and coming. And Knight of the Eben Legion. So I, I also think this one might have to do with standard. This card, uh, it's really good in like the questing beast decks. It's just like it. It's like the best one drop we have in standard. Yeah, like, I it's mean, like the standard goblin guide. Yeah, it's a vampire. It's a knight, um, and it's one black for a one two. You pay three, and uh, it gets plus three plus three and gains death touch until end of turn. So uh, that is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Uh, so this guy's at eleven bucks right now. Uh, I don't see this thing staying a lot at eleven bucks. It has more text too, though. Uh, yeah, at the bottom it says at the beginning of your end step, if a player lost four or more life this turn, put a plus one plus one counter on this guy. Okay, this guy's yeah. really good. He gets even better. Yeah, very nice. Oh, yeah, Knight Tribal. Of course, they put the uh, the old link under there. So. Um, number three on the list this week is Oko, Thief of Crowns. And, of course, we sat and talked about him for the past uh, 30 minutes about how how powerful this guy is. Uh, it's going to be a mainstay in standard until it rotates. Uh, it's finding its way into modern, and it's having it's giving uh, getting results, and it's also getting results in legacy. It's poking a little bit up in all the formats. Yeah. I even think this card could see vintage play just because you, like, turn moxes into 3-3s, three you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's... It's just a card, man. It's yeah. a good card. I didn't think it was going to be as powerful, um, but we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. And it's at, what, 36 bucks. Yeah. What do you like, think about the price of this thing? It's like what it pre-released at. Um, you know, maybe it goes up more. Comparing with deck is hard. Yeah, but it's also green instead of red. So, you know, maybe different colors. I know not every vintage deck plays, you know, all the colors in the rainbow, so... Thanks for stopping by, Aaron. Aaron, yeah. uh, Aaron says that uh, he thinks that uh, competing with Dak Faden in the three-drop slot is kind of difficult. But um, yeah, I mean, you're not always on you're not always on that dig plan, right? Um, you're not always in those colors. I, I also believe that this card is no Dak Faden, right? I think the power level of Dak Faden uh, is is better. I don't think so. I think it's it, or I think it could this be, card does so much more, like. It, it could be apples and oranges. Maybe this guy has a little bit of an upside on Dak Faden. Yeah. But um, I believe that this card is still um, going to be um Sure. Dak is probably better in Vintage, but I think Oko is the better card. All right. So what cheap do we got pick-ups. for cheap pickups? Carnage Tyrant. Carney Tyrant. T, baby. <laughs> Carney T. Uh, yeah. So this guy's great for your, uh, your EDH um, dinosaur deck. Uh, also... Um, if you want to play a one of in modern because you really like to party, I guess you could pick this thing up at six bucks, right? Yeah, you could. Maybe. Um, so then we've got I also another low down, uh, of in that uh, ley line of the void. Is that eleven bucks? Yeah, and I, I think I mean I think ley line of sanctities are like three or four. Oh bucks. no, 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 I don't. I think Carnage Tyrant's going down. I think Void is probably like a decent buy right now. I think it's a good buy, but I th- I think it has some room to go down just because it's going to be opened. I, this is a this. <laughs> Sanctity is a little more fringe than Veil, I think, or than Void. Than void. void Veil. Yeah, Boyd. I mean, I uh, I believe that this has a little bit of room to move down. I see this Maybe card going up back up to like twenty bucks eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and of course, you've got your uh, Leovold, um, 
we we ran out of uh, stuff to put in there. Uh, this gentleman this week again is um, is right. now back bottomed out at seven dollars and seventy cents. From what like the the seven dollars and seventy one cents? Yeah, that it was uh, the previous week. So. Um, you know, it, I'm not sure really um, who's playing Leovold. I know the uh, the one of player that played a Lauren was playing it. So if you're going to play a Lauren, um, you might want to pick this up. Yeah, this is one of the, those cards. I don't think like it, it's got to find its spot again. You know, for it to do good. Um, so we've got uh, we've also got they uh, put up a, a Baron's list, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Josh's Baron. favorite. Yeah, again, I, I talked about this guy before. I'm not sure about this guy. I'd like to meet him. He's He seems kind of creepy, mm-hmm. you know? I thought you said you were going to try to meet him at Vegas. I was going to try to meet him at Vegas, but I didn't see him. Ah. So um, I'll have to, I don't know, find out where he lives and go to his house like around midnight and knock on the door. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he'd, he'd like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so Kinsbale Cavalier, um, of course, this is the, the night uptick. The double striker. Yeah, so. it's, it gives all your knights double strike. So uh, it went from two dollars to seven bucks. So no surprise on that one. No, no surprise. Uh, Edric, spy master of trust, where uh, the old elf rogue that. Why uh, did this guy go up? Well, uh, whenever whenever your one of your creatures deals combat damage, uh, you're gonna draw a card. So this guy's always been powerful. Um, reason being, there's got to be some type of new new deck. It's just like whenever we find these unblockable one ones for one. You know, you're like, why is this thing a quarter? I mean, yeah, but like, why? Why is it going up now? Uh, so probably just some new hype, yeah. maybe some Throne of Eldraine hype, but I, I don't really know. I or don't really it's, know, like what? Yeah, could be from one of the commanders, uh, commander decks. Could be. Uh, Drafna's Restoration went from a dollar to fourteen dollars. This. Uh, so this is a weird one, um, but we we talked about this uh, last there week. There was a card that this went with i think it was emery yeah there's a i don't remember there's that. a combo for this card yeah. um mox ambers also um, because of emery yeah so the thing this is one of the things that i actually wanted to talk about um for finance and i'm glad it's on here um uh, people continue to ask me for this card uh for probably the last two weeks um ever since the emery talk um started and this card i believe will continue uh, to go up. Also, if Richie is correct in that there is a Mox Opal band, well, what do you think the price of Mox Amber is going to do? Right? So uh, be careful with this card. Um, if you think it going from $10 to $25 is crazy, um, think again. It can double, um, if not, go up to maybe take the spot of uh, Mox Opal. So uh, if they do if they do a ban. I don't know that it hit like the hundreds. If they do a ban. This this is a lot more recent of a set than this ours. We don't really see hundred dollar cards anymore in it's recent tough. sets. Uh, so we got Phyrexian Dreadnought, um, and with uh, the only thing that uh, anybody could think of was uh, the Mono Stifle Blue Knot. Stifle Knot deck that I played against online about uh, three weeks ago. Um, it is. I still <laughs> think it might just be because of a buyout. Yeah, it could be. Uh, this card went from thirty four bucks to sixty bucks. Uh, so if you if you 100% need to play this card, well, you better pick it up because I don't see this card going back it's down. It's reserve list. It know, is reserve things list. Things aren't going down from reserve list. Uh, the Baron's losers. So we're going to get into the losers. And he's saying that Aria Flame is down and it's going to keep going down. Um, mm. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think this card is uh, just maybe falling out of favor right now because of the meta shift. 
Uh, I think this this yeah, uh, well, card it doesn't has... really have a home anymore because of Phoenix. Going Correct. Away. Um, I, I think eventually this card will find a home. So, um, you know, maybe uh, maybe it goes down to I don't see it going down to a dollar, but maybe it does. Nah, I I think like the two to five dollar range is probably where it'll be. Yep. Uh, we got Storm Storm Cauldron. That's down from seven to five bucks. Probably just one of those spikes that uh, is starting to kind of taper off. Could be. Um. And also empowered auto generator, um, another card that's um, recently came out in C19, uh, went from ten dollars to six dollars, and you've got old Godsire, and this is one of the ones that we talked about, which was like, yeah, I think we said to wait on this. Yeah, do do yourself a favor, please don't buy this card. Well, it went from twenty eight bucks to eighteen, so it's again, it's starting to come back to life. I think we said the same with this card too. Yes, uh, Dioshan, uh, Artful Beauty, um, oh. Is that how you, sp- how you say that? Yeah. Dioshan. Yeah. Um, this is the uh, the Commander 1 set, which was also a Portals. Um, and also a... Uh, Commander's Arsenal. Commander, yeah, Commander yeah. Anthology. No, not Anthology, just Arsenal. Yeah, it was a Commander's Arsenal. And so that spiked. It went It went up to 80 bucks from $8. Eight. <laughs> so 8 to 80 um, And then now it's starting to come back down to life. It actually shows it at like 100 yeah, let's see. We're spiked at oh, it spiked at one fifty. It topped out. Wow, right. that's wild. Yeah, so that's it for finance this week, um, and also the recap for uh, Throne of Eldraine, uh, which we wanted to show you guys. Like, hey, uh, we're gonna give you a list. This is what we think, and then we, like Richie said, we also missed some cards. Mm-hmm. There were cards that you know we didn't think were gonna be as uh, as as powerful as they were. Um, so if you guys want to do yourself a favor uh, and keep up with us and also help us out. Um, give us some feedback anytime you want. Um, you can find me at um, Mom's Basement MTG on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow. We're getting up there. Um, finally, cracked the 320 mark. Nice. Yeah. And, give it uh, a week. Yeah. <laughs> give it a week. <laughs> They'll hate my spamming. Yeah. And also, you can find uh, Richie at uh, Richard T MTG. Yeah. Uh, so follow him. Uh, he's still crackalacking on those followers. And, uh, putting out some good content for you guys like you said uh he's talking about his 5-0 last week um you know and i've been three twoing, so don't be afraid to watch daddy play some burn it's not the worst thing you're gonna do during the day right you're not gonna watch me one four anymore i hope hopefully oh i just curse myself might if you try that new burn list (laughs) i just curse myself for next week are you streaming this week still or are you gonna be Um, in uh indie no so this week um I'll, i'll probably stream um God, maybe I'll stream like Thursday or something like that. Um, but yeah, we're, because we're going to Indy, um, I'm not going to have time to stream. I mean, I'd have to start streaming at like 9 a.m. So I think I'm going to... Pitter patter. Yeah, I think I might cash out the stream on Friday, but I'll I'll definitely get you guys some content this week. Um, but yeah, also don't forget about our, um, our giveaway that we talked about earlier and uh, how to win that. Um, and please do yourself a favor and catch us next week. Uh, we Outside. will be on... Catch me outside. We'll be on Monday next week, right? Yeah. And we try to be on every Monday at 5.30 live on Twitch. Sometimes life happens. Yeah, sometimes, you know, uh, Richie doesn't like going to bed at 3 in the morning and then having to be up at work, uh, you know, a couple hours later. Yeah. So, all right, you guys, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Adios. See ya.